Indie Music Live. This is episode 71. It's our brand new format. We have packed both shows that we've been doing every week into one amazing, fun-filled, family-friendly screw fest. Wait a minute. No. How you doing, Dave? Good to see you, man. <laughs> that was several non-sequiturs in there, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Wrong phrase. Sorry. <laughs> Feeling good tonight, man. Tons of news. Uh-huh. Possibly our biggest show ever, Joe. Yeah. I mean, we, we got, we got, a, we got some big stuff to talk about tonight. So I'm excited uh, it, about it. I'm excited about it. We got well, we got Fletch Tal from the Fletch Tal band, based out of Chicago, in the house tonight. He's one of our panel guests. Be easy is nowhere to be found, so we don't know what's happening with him, but uh, hopefully he's okay. You um, never know. You never know with Beasy. Never you know. know. Easy, I mean, he's big so. time now. You know, if you know, he's just like. Hey, I might grace you guys with my presence. Yeah, That's you know, I got a clothing deal and shit, so, you Yeah, know. he's big time. Uh, but Fletch Tal, man, we met Fletch like 19 years ago, and we put the invite out to him every week since. <laughs> and this is Almost the first week. We finally, this is it. He's finally in as a critic. So I'm excited about that. And we have a big announcement coming up in just a little bit. I sort of spilled the beans on Facebook, as you can see, and people are really excited about it, as we are really excited about it. If anybody is into the blockchain or Bitcoin, um, we have a special, special announcement coming up in the near future in the show. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get to the first tune. We got an action-packed music-filled night tonight. So, Rob, whenever you're ready, let's start with Beanstalk with their brand-new song called The God Hour. Hopefully they're in the room. Oh, they're in there. I said this ain't no form of injustice. I'm just in my bucket thinking about a profit. Damn front and talking about he got it. To me, that line shit is kind of childish. They like it. You Instead, I'm in the streets knocking heads off wildly. My phone going off like sirens. I guess that's why this money stayed piling. Started in the benzo when I lived on the sixth floor. Twelve pulled me over. I ain't give them niggas info. Older heads seen it like this youngin' got potential. So everything I said I did is backed by credentials. All the real niggas six feet deep. I'm kinda looking forward to the day I D.I.E. To go to heaven and smoke a blizz with B.I.G. Then go grab a pack of woods and won't need ID. Amen, nigga. Indie Music Live, episode 71, our brand new format. 
not sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, but maybe if I throw, show this enough throughout the oh, show, they might know. Joe, we could have got money for that. What are you doing? <laughs> uh. so that was Beanstalk with the God Hour. Um, we got Fletch here. He's the rap, uh, rapper of the night, apparently. Um, he's the top <laughs> guy from Chicago. He's going to let us all know about this song. But first, I want to welcome some people. Thanks for hanging out with us on YouTube. We're not on Periscope tonight, but that's all right. Um, you can catch the replay on there. We got Stephen Hebert. Chris Castellan, Cast Castellan, the uh, what is it? What is it? Bugle or flugel or something? You just won a big award in. Flugelhorn player. Local Rochester trumpet star, uh, Christine Wade. I now teach all three of her her kids piano. <laughs> Howard Nelson, Bob Dunmire, Lincoln Plowman, Joey Townsend, Daniel C. Millie, all kinds of people in the house. Got Beanstalk as well, John and Kelly. Um, so yeah, Dave and Fletch. <clears throat> Yeah, hopefully, as I'm talking, you know, hopefully, uh, Rob, I think we're going to like, yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm like, Rob, do the three-way, and it's like th Ooh. two seconds later. That's that sounds bad. Uh, I don't know that one. Uh, no, yeah, Rob, can we do the three-way for Christ's sake? No. Uh, so, we, yeah, we were talking a little before the show about this song. So, um, I liked Beanstalk's last tune that we played. I can't, we couldn't remember the name of it. I couldn't. Um, but I like his vibe and it kind of goes into the discussion uh, that we were having before the show about just quality of, uh, of just equipment, you know, and that includes like mixing boards, microphones, because as I'm listening, uh, I notice just like, it just sounds like a, a cheap microphone yet he knows what he's doing. And that's, it's kind of like a story with most indie artists. And once they get into a higher end studio or can have access to better equipment almost overnight they sound 10 times better and i, I think listeners forget that point because oh, they, they i know but they like listeners they that's just the way it is they, they judge based on what they hear and they misinterpret like the level of the artist based on like a, sh a really shitty microphone mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah his voice is not that great but with a neumann microphone it's like, oh, he sounded good. Well, and that, that's just about, the reality. Yeah, it's not always right. about the gear either. It's about the guy make, running the gear, you know, running the, the It's part of it too. Yeah. Flats, welcome. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks guys for having me here. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> I've been invited several times, backed out along the way. Um, I really appreciate what you guys do for indie musicians, and I'm on the receiving end of what you do for us. And so... I'm really happy to be invited. Does that have to uh, do with the three-way or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was telling Joe and Dave earlier, it's like I'm a passive rap listener at best. I don't engross myself at it, but um, I listen to this track quite a few times. I agree with what David says is, you know, I, I'm a producer. I look at microphones. I look at the technical stuff. Um, it's tough to pinpoint um you have to get into the lyrics of this song and it, there's a deep deep message down there and so he might find an audience that can connect with that um but there's a lot of issues brought up in it yeah and, talk about religion yeah i mean the, yeah. yeah that's uh, yeah and so i think you know if you find your audience for this kind of song it's going to do well um but um it's it, it's Again, it's it's there's a lot of this material out there right now, so you got to go carve that little space and make it happen. 
these guys are working hard. They, you know, they're sharing out this this video in particular, and you know, they're always coming out with new songs and and submitting new songs. I know Be Easy is a big fan of them, and knew about them beforehand. I think they're on the mixtape charts too, aren't they, Dave? They actually are. They have been for the past couple months. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, keeping in fashion with the brand new show for, show format, blah, 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 it's time for some music news. Yes. Yes. So Indie Music News is a new segment that we're going to be pushing out into the Indie Music Live show. So I kind of, this is just sort of a random thing. Uh, not really random. I was just sort of looking for some some topics to, you know, chat about, talk about, maybe to bring up. Um, everybody talks about YouTube and, and you know, how everybody's listening to music on YouTube and you can get music on YouTube. You can even buy music on YouTube. Um, people, you know, bands and artists can, um, you know, get their music licensed with YouTube and played under YouTube, but how much are they really making? Well, according to The Guardian, uh, which is a is in the UK industry, they revealed that uh, artists actually earned more from vinyl sales in 2016 than they did from YouTube payments for viewing music videos, which yep. seems kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. It, it's totally crazy, dude. And it's when you, when you start looking at the numbers in this article, we actually, we can, uh, I think after we're done, we, we can put a link, link to the article so people can see all these statistics. Yeah, well, real quick though, the, 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 they're only playing, YouTube's only paying one seventh of the rates that other streaming services are paying. And, um, you know, it's just that it seems like they're sort of conning people a little bit. Well, there's a lot of subsets to that discussion because when you look at if you do just like a straight song upload, whether it's a video or just text when you're playing, artists actually make more on YouTube than they do on Spotify. You know, for like a million plays, they make about, you know, a little less than $2,000 on YouTube and they make about like 450 at Spotify. But it's it, it gets convoluted when you start looking into these statistics because you look at how much uh, Google keeps, which is YouTube, same brand. Mm -hmm. um, and then you look at how much Spotify keeps and then you look into the story of how much, how common it is. It's just a common fight between these platforms and the major labels. And you look at how much the major labels make, it's like, wow, that's a big chunk. But it's not done because they're constantly fighting for more. That, that, that's why, that's like the, the story of the like past 30 years. It's not like, the major labels 30 years ago said, all right, you know, let's take 10% for the next thousand years. They continually ask for more money and it's a constant fight as it, as it grows. So that, that it's just part of like what's so disturbing about it. Fletch. Uh, yeah, um, it's a struggle for everybody, especially the indie artists trying to get out there and, and figure and uh, meander their way through all the distribution channels. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and I'm not sure where it's going to come from, but I, I think even some of the, you know, the ASCAPs and the BMIs, I think they're starting to realize it. I think the industry, they don't want to get too stale. They don't want to lose their creativity. And, um, so it's, 
it, it's a double-edged sword. At, at one chance, it's the most exciting time in history where an indie artist can have a, a well-produced piece of material that goes out to the world. Uh, on the second, uh, on the other side, it's like, well, gee, even if I do get uh, 50,000 views and start to de develop a niche, am I going to get any revenues from that? And the answer is right now, minimal. Well, so, here's the, and here's the, here's the kicker about all that is the other story that I, that I looked up, which is sort of, uh, Rob, we can go to graphic one is about people that are actually the new, a new thing called stream ripping. You heard of this? where people are actually, you know, we would think that pirating music or, you know, stealing music would be a thing of the past with the streaming. But actually, uh, let me find my, my notes here. According to digitalmusicnews.com, they actually um, say that uh, people are actually pirating music just as much as they used to. Actually, people in a certain age group prefer to stream uh to steal the music that they're streaming by stream ripping onto their devices yeah, so but, 40 49 percent yeah. of 16 to 24 year olds surveyed prefer to illegally save their music on their devices while listening to streaming close to 55 percent in this group admitted to accessing music in copyright infringing ways in the past six months and then for those aged 25 to 34 the stream ripping number fell slightly to 40 percent over 45 percent in this age however admitted admitted to illegally acquiring music in the past six months so among all the age groups downloading music on piracy that works like the pirate bay and x torrent extra torrent actually fell so that just blows my mind because not only do we have to worry about you know as musicians um not making very much per stream or even a fraction of a cent per stream now we got to worry about people stealing that stream and just sorry and just uh and just uh take it <laughs> well i mean yeah joe like i mean it all started with napster you know of course you look you look back at history i mean what, what i don't know what what's it been 15 20 years since napster started and it was uh you know having a major brand like that where it's like hey everybody come here and let's just like freely share our files it only takes one person to upload like a database of a hundred thousand songs and then everyone just taps into it and everyone has it overnight but what i was reading in this article is, is it's like actually gone a little down over time in terms of uh like ripping off artists because there's there's different aspects of the this whole discussion man and 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 it'll it'll it kind of leads into music coin for me that we'll get mm -hmm. to in a bit which is um it's almost like your conscience starts to play in like if if you really want to be a fan and support the artist um if you like your hundred favorite bands if you rip off every single song that they put out for free and then still want to support them in some way like that that clashes that it contradicts you know each other right there but yeah fletch any thoughts on this one man yeah i think um you know what, what joe brought up about streaming and ripping that's been around for a long time now uh one of my dilemmas a lot of my other indie friends were saying never touch spotify because you're not going to make any money out of it. it was a couple years ago it was like boycott spotify um, but then at the same token, you're trying to get um, exposure as an artist and Spotify is one of the major platforms. Yep. And so you can't 
just sacrifice that. I think uh, we're I think we're starting also for a lot of artists like myself, where my my crowd is not millions of people now. My crowd is if I can get two thousand solid fans and generate revenue from them, they will buy my merchandise, they will buy my CDs, they will support me if I develop a relationship with them. If I'm touring in these cities, um, they will come to us and I'll, I'll have an income stream from that. But again, I'm talking as a bottom feeder trying to work my way up. Um, I know, so. but Fletch, like that, that statistic, that's an extension of our first statistic, which you will, you will, you would probably make more money on vinyl sales than Spotify revenue. I think right. that's obvious Right. for yeah. pretty much everyone, but the top 1% of yeah. the artists in, in, uh, in Spotify and in the majors and everything. So, uh, you want to kind of bleed into a uh, music coin, Joe? Well, we're going to listen to a song first. Uh, okay. We have this lady on the... You should have your notes in front of you, Dave. We... <laughs> I do. Hey, man, I'm drinking. <laughs> You're fired. Get out of here. Um, we're going to play a song we've we've heard from this lady before, and she just keeps coming back. She's from the good old Spain. This is Natalia Bolito with this song that I can't pronounce because it's in Spanish. So enjoy. playing these songs guys i would love to uh um chat in the comments let us know what you think share this out invite all your friends um we have an hour-long show now instead of two shows all kind of discombobulated now we're doing one power pack show we're hanging out with fletch towel tonight david Werber, my partner and we have a, a huge announcements after we talk about this song a little bit everybody knows i love natalia um she goes by natty 
I think, on Facebook. Um, Natty Bell. Good stuff. Jason Core, it's the remix. He's the producer, producer has been working with her and stuff and been submitting the music, I believe. But I love this girl, man. It's good stuff. Right up my alley. Uh, solos to yo. That's yeah, only you and I. I mean, Natalia Belio. Uh, muy bellissima. La guapa, excelente. Um, man, I love her stuff. I loved her the first tune that she sent in. Like, I think it's been, I don't know, maybe a couple months. Uh, I like Joe. I like this one better. I think the, this, this, this is like song. a bigger hit to me, man. Like, great production. That this, like, and I, I've mentioned this band probably 10 times in the past year and a half, which is Cocteau Twins. It's just like, like the ethereal rock. This is like a lot different than the first song she submitted. This, this is like an, a blends into a different genre, but I love it, man. Yeah. This, this, what a great tune, man. I, I, I was like, I'm going to play this a few more times. Um, Fletch, what do you think? Uh, you know, Dave, I like this song uh, as well. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd classify it as rock so much. It almost felt like a downbeat dance club kind of thing going on, too. Bordering on, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm I'm going to divert for one second just because this is a interesting antidote and my daughter would hate me if I didn't mention this. My <laughs> daughter is studying overseas right now and she is in Sevilla, Spain, oh, where, oh. This, where this artist comes from. Nice. And, and so she's not awake right now because it's like three in the morning there, but she will watch this. Well, you don't think out. she's awake right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, uh, I agree, Dave. The production was good. Uh, you know, it's all in tune. It's it's moves. It has motion. It was it was a nice song. It was a nice song. She always has nice songs. So, without further ado, we're running a little ahead of schedule, but I think it's okay because we have a big announcement to make. David, well, why don't you do the honors? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we, uh, as of last night, um, we are merging. Our, our, our company's merging with uh, MusicCoin. And uh, we brought up MusicCoin, you know, a few times the last, you know, month or so. Um, couldn't be more excited. You know, it's probably the biggest news we've had since we started this whole project. But yeah, so just a quick summary. Like, yeah, on, on these images as you're watching, it's like there's there's two sides to MusicCoin. The image you see right now is the mining side, which is the crypto side, because MusicCoin is actually a cryptocurrency that's traded on the exchanges. So there's an opportunity for miners to make money as this thing grows. So wait, wait a minute. What crypto? Yeah. What miner? Crypto? Cryptocurrency. Give me a little more. Hey, hey, man! What the hell? I'm trying to do it. All right, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. That's what most people know. Um, that's a cryptocurrency. I mean, it's real money. This is not like a game or anything. You create a wallet online and you can keep your money in Bitcoin. And if you have a hundred US dollars in Bitcoin, you can send it to your bank through PayPal or you can just like transfer it to your bank directly. So it's, it, it's just like a new market. It, it's the future in so many ways. It removes 90% of the fees. I mean, they're the, the fees to transfer money like through Bitcoin wallets are so tiny. And you look at like, you take a hundred bucks out at the ATM, you get hit with like three bucks of a, of a bank charge. And you can send like 10 grand in Bitcoin to somebody anywhere in the world. And it's like 30 cents. 
So like the miners, you know, that kind of create that tiny charge. But anyway, yeah, Rob, if you have that next graphic. Um, so Music Coin, you know, we've mentioned it before, this, this is a streaming platform. So I want people to like really understand this because it clicks at different times. It didn't click for me overnight when I first looked at this like a couple months ago. When I told you, Joe, it, you know, maybe, I don't know, one to two weeks. And then I was like, holy shit. It's like, I get it now. And now we're like, we're like doubling down on this, you know, just this whole ecosystem here. So as a platform, you compare it to like Spotify, SoundCloud and everything. Um, we mentioned some numbers earlier. And if you get a million plays on YouTube, you make a little less than $2,000. On Spotify, you make about 450 bucks. For a million plays on uh, Music Coin, you would make roughly $10,000. And that, that's not, it's not fake. That is real money because it's earned in coin and you can transfer it to your bank. Like that, I think that's what people don't get right away. It's not a game. This is like, this is real. It's like one extra step. Just like PayPal, there's like, Bitcoin wallets are like the PayPal of crypto. It's just a liaison. You send it to your bank, man. Well, like now this you is, can get debit cards for your wallet. And you can get a debit card for your wallet. Exactly. You can go to an ATM and, and withdraw cash from your Bitcoin wallet. And then people will ask, like, what about, you know, it, it's it, the whole currency is decentralized from the government and it's not regulated by anything necessarily. So yeah. All right. So, Rob, whenever you're ready, let's go ahead and go to my favorite tune of the evening. This is a guy by the name of Bennett Hughes with his song, Lost and Found. Share this out, guys. Let us know what you think in the comments.
Music Live, Bennett Hughes, Lost and Found. I'm JoJo Key sitting here with Mr. David Werba and uh, Mr. Flesh Tile from Chicago. We got some people talking to us. We got some people in the room. Drew Gogo's here. Sorry if I missed the response with the audio breakdown, but it, he asked, will there be some sort of music coin mentor available for those unfamiliar with cryptocurrency? And yes, there is. Dave and I are going to be doing some live streamings, like on hands training with it and, and just sort of, you know, education and stuff. And even in our shows, our upcoming shows, we're going to be diving deeper into, you know, what it is and, you know, maybe do a series or something, you know, maybe we cover Emba it. Yeah, I wanted ambassadors, man. Like we're, we're going to be, uh, actually that. Uh, but the audio production is great and the, uh, the song has good structure. Uh, the harmonies are killer. The choruses come in right. Uh, it breaks up. It comes up and down dynamically. I, I think it's super. Yeah. So this is one of the few songs, Joe, that are submitted to us where I've kind of had this perception, like it, it goes against the argument that rock is dead. Like it, this is kind of like, it's fresh rock to me. Yeah. New you, know, rock. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh -huh. Because it's like, when you start thinking of like, what are, 10 or five references you can say for this band the like this song this is like 10 years you know to present in terms of references because most of the time when we when the rock songs we get submitted we're going 20 30 years back it's like kind of sounds like this but yeah so this this is fresh rock and it seems to be so rare today with uh music that gets submitted to us which is a pretty good case study on what's out there because we get so much of it and uh yeah production awesome I thing was rocking I, I was feeling it uh trying to find a flaw and i couldn't find any i woke up this morning i'm like oh yeah i'm like what is it oh yeah that's, that's i like that yeah singing the hook i mean where, what else can you ask for you know yeah, exactly all right so rob two shows together so this is the first time we did this, so bear with us, everybody. I mean, there were some audio issues, and you know, we'll figure it out. But you know, some of the Which audio stuff, well, really it, rare. So, yeah, yeah, I know. But some of the audio stuff with live streaming is it's not on us. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's on Facebook, it's on Periscope. Like they sometimes the keys don't work; they have issues. It has nothing to do with us. Um, so it's Fletch just, figured out yeah. something real interesting about this song, and yeah. you know, I didn't catch it necessarily. Fletch, explain. Well, uh, I, I gave it a couple. <laughs> oh, this is classic. All right, well, I think that's our, our cue there. Um, why don't we go ahead and wrap the show up tonight? Thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, we're going to get out while the going's still good and while we're still alive. It's nothing to do with anything except for just technical bullshit tonight yeah um, there was a lot yeah what there was a lot at least fletch left us with a great expression of well he's back now but i think we're just we're just gonna cut our losses tonight <laughs> <laughs> so thank you everybody so much for hanging out with us we're gonna be back next week we have um, a lot of cool stuff coming up next week we're premiering a uh another chicago lander uh song by the name her name's k soul she has a new song coming out next week we're gonna actually play it the week before it comes out. So that's pretty exciting. So we're going to be doing cool stuff like that. Hit us up on social media, indiemusicplus.com if you want to submit your music. Fletch, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Sorry we lost you right at the end there. Oh, thanks, boys. My pleasure. Had a good time.
Cool. Yeah, it was a blast. Rob, thank you for, as always, for uh, making us look good. I'm actually kind of an ugly girl, but look at how, how nice I look right now. So Gorgeous. Gorgeous, Joe. Well, thanks to Rob. So I put the um, I put the sign up for Music Coin link in the uh, in the pinned comment for the show. So go ahead and check it out. Go to musiccoin.org. It's m-u-s-i-c-o-i-n.org and sign up today. Start making that money. Um, Dave, any final words? No, I mean, it, if you don't catch the link for some reason, it, it's in the banner at our website in the sidebar. Just click the banner, join, and honestly, right? I mean. We understand there's some education in this process. It clicks at different times for everybody. Some like people that have tech industry knowledge, like crypto knowledge, prior crypto knowledge, and they've used Bitcoin in the past. Those are the people that they get it right away. They're like, holy shit, like this is like this is like gonna be a big part of the future. And some people that yeah, and Rob just Rob just said heroin dealers are a big part of the community. Well, that's as a well. whole other side of the story. Have you ever heard of Silk Road? That's a whole different yeah. kind, of, kind of crypto. Oh, yeah, it actually gives it a bad name, but still, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, it's like you know, buy all that anyway. I'm not going to get into it. So anyway, sorry to cut you off, Dave. Anything else? <laughs> no, no, that's pretty. No, we'll be talking soon. We're going to start doing some live streams, set up some group. I mean, any anyone listen to the show, hit us up on DM on Facebook, Twitter, and we'll we'll talk about it, man. Like, yeah. we'll educate you because this is, I mean, we've merged. We've merged our brands, and, you know, this is the future of the industry. It's the future of our business, Joe. So we're excited about it, so. Yep, I'm real excited. So cool, we'll see you next week, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time for Indie Music Live, episode 72.